0: Shut
1: up and
2: sit down. So going for last first, uh, we're going to talk about the best team in the competition. They just haven't won a title yet. You know it's fine. Alex, you're going to be doing yes. the Johan Ackermanless Lions for us. So, yes. So yes. tell, us, tell us about um, what the prior Johannesburg, what we, we can expect from them this year.
3: Well, um, thank you, Adam. As you've just pointed out, the main change um, obviously is Akka and Akka Jr. having left South Africa for Gloucester. Oh.
2: Um,
3: so he was you know, obviously a very widely respected coach despite not having all that much experience. Um, although, I mean, I, I'm a little bit annoyed that he has left as, a, as a, some, something of a neutral because I actually find it quite difficult to judge how good a coach really is a lot of the time. Mm. Um, and you can't really tell if it's he's a good coach or he's got a good team or whatever. So I would have really appreciated seeing like another two or three seasons of him at the Lions with a few more you know, diverse squads to see what he could do. But anyway, um, he's gone and his face to brain has been elevated. Um, so he's obviously from within, he's part of the structures and I'm um, if from everything I've read we're just going to see more of the same in terms of the coaching approach which is only a good thing of course I won't go through every single transfer I'll just highlight the, a few key ones eight. Um, what I see as a key is sorry uh, no I'm going I yes oh, okay cool <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, my I'm not with my street lingo um, so the one of the main transfers out actually that's kind of slipped on the radar a little bit is the loss of I find him over the angry warthog to sharks. um Yeah I know that he he was He was never going to start But like He really puts the impact In impact Like he was always So good off the bench Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a huge fan I'm actually quite a big fan Of Robbie Kutsi as well uh, But I don't think He's got anywhere near The same impact That Akka had Mm -hmm. So that's quite a big loss I think Then We spoke about Ackerman Senior But Ackerman Junior Leaving is also Quite a big loss Actually Because
2: that, that's, not that's, not second,
3: that's not the second. That's not the second side that they've lost in the last couple of years. The most upsetting.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. After okay. after losing um, Techtenberg last year, or beginning of last year, and I think everyone was kind of hoping that Ackerman Junior was going to really cement his place at number seven for the Lions, and maybe stake a claim there for the box. But unfortunately, we will be deprived of that. That's a big shame. And together with him, Fabian Boyson's also left to training the Southwest District Eagles, which is really weird because I thought that Fabian Boyson was a good player. But he, he didn't get transferred or anything. They cut him, like they, they dropped him. They did not renew his contract. And he then ends up just picking up a new one with the Eagles. So you can't blame the player. Um, mm-hmm. But, I, yeah, a very, strange, a very strange move from the Lions. But uh, I'll touch on that in a moment when I'm done with the transfers. Um, Faf de Klerk out to sell Sharks. Obviously a huge loss. I know he isn't everyone's cup of tea. And he's not the most technically sound scrum come off. But you can't deny his value he has a springbok after all so that he's going to be sorely missed um, and then Joachim van der Walt, who was always just such a great, great squad player and like, just a really good guy to have covering fullback and fly half um, so that I think is the only other big transfer out and then no material transfers in there's some guy called Christian Mayer from the Griquas who I'm not familiar with um, and that's it they haven't bolstered their squad at all which is a very strange move I mean I know Obviously they were top of the log last year, so why change the win formula? But you know, I've just listed at least two or three good players who've gone. You'd think they would have tried to shore up the gaps a little bit. Um, so I mean, yeah, maybe maybe I can now touch on what I think are going to be some of their, their strengths and weaknesses. Mm. Um, strengths, yeah, strengths. They've got an, obviously an amazing core of Springboks, any of whom any other team in the country would be lucky to have. But the big names, obviously Malcolm Marks. Yeah. He's right up there um, with Dane Cole's kind of in and out of fitness. I reckon Malcolm Marks is is up there with with Augustine as top two hookers in the entire competition. Then Mustard, very very handy second rower. He's a bit of a journeyman by this stage, um, and he's incredibly valuable to the to the tight forwards. Wife back, which is going to be a huge lift for the team. Mm. I think. I think I can't what we spoke about a little bit, but I think we're all expecting him to take over the captaincy, which is great news because it's his real value is as, as a leader. Yeah. Um, so that's going to have a real sort of intangible positive um, effect. Then Alton, I mean, he's the hinge for the Lions. Like, they they live or they die on Alton Yankees, um, which, as we saw with the box last year, is not always a good uh, gamble. But anyway, they've staked themselves to him, and he's been good for them in of colours. There's no reason to doubt him at this stage. Then, yeah, I mean, pretty much the whole backline, really. Like, they've got Springboks or Springbok hopefuls all the way from from 9 to 15. So, anyone... I don't, I don't even know who's going to play exactly. The the centres is a bit of a gamble. But whoever they pick, I think he's going to do well. So, I'd like to see Janssen van Rensburg and probably Harold Foster in the centres. And then, I guess, Mapu in the wing and covering fullback uh, is what I'd like to see, but Andrews Couture, also very handy at club level. Then, very quickly, weaknesses. I'm not a, I'm not entirely sold on their line art, to be honest. I think they've got a very good scrumming pack, but not necessarily a very good line pack, although it is going to be a lot better with Wifey back because he's a great jumper. Mark's yeah, throwing his weak part, so we'll see. Then, the only other weakness that I could really pick up on other than the coaching change, to be honest, and you guys can, can shout at me if I'm wrong, I, I really question their depth. Having lost Ackerman, we're looking at a, a loose trio of Creel, Brink, and Whiteley. And I don't know. They were, today, they were saying that they are saying yeah, they were saying today at the Sevens That Quacker is going to be back there, which is great. Hmm. I don't think Quacker going to start. Though. I think I, think I don't see him eating up any of those three. So Quaker's going to be on the bench, which is great because he's a great bench player. But what happens when one of them goes down? That's what I'm wondering. So Brink, who is now. The third blindside in three years, three or so years. If he go if he gets injured, what are we looking at? Are we are looking at Krill going blindside and Quacker playing open side because that's not balanced, not with Waihee. Um, no, I, I don't
0: know.
3: Not, you think it's all right?
0: Well, yeah, yeah but you, you need then you need your locks to step up and carry a bit more, and then your props to up their work rate. Like it's it's manageable, and and you do get benefits out of it because like. Um, Quokka and Creole playing together, like they they all over the field. Hey, they play like four players. Yeah. it's ridiculous.
3: No, no, it's true. And I'm like, and I, I I think that I see a lot of value in that. But then with Whiteley, who's obviously quite a linking kind of eighth man as it is, he's he's already a bit of a ranging eighth man. Like, that's, that's I just true. feel like you've got all your eggs in the one basket. Like, if you're running out into a, a really sort of sodden pitch in Auckland, um, I don't know how far that's gonna get you so i I'm, I'm I'm not saying that they're gonna fail i'm just it's a little concerning for me um mm. and similarly obviously they're stacked at the centers, but you know with um with and vault leaving if Alton goes down I don't know i mean who who have they got to plug up the gap maybe Combrink? or uh, I don't know so I'm just seeing a little bit of of issues with depth I think. Um, yeah, it's,
0: uh, it, and also also Scorson's out now for yeah. I
3: think the rest of the season. Yeah, he tore
2: yeah. tore something in tra- like ACL or something like that in training.
0: Yeah, so so straight away that that does question is one of those centers going to actually move to wing, because I yeah. know I know mm-hmm. we we talk about it a lot kind of privately. I would like to see Young Van Rensburg have a crack at wing because I think if he if he gets the ball at any sort of depth he could in some careers. So.
2: But I think so, I think uh, Mapu, I think Mapur is better at Wing. Uh, I think his kicking game's a little bit better than Van Rensburg and I I'd, I'd probably trust mapur more more over under a high ball compared to Jans van Rensburg and he's so destructive. So him and Forster at is just it's, it's carnage. Hard old, hmm. sick lines Forster. Oak runs great lines. So. <laughs> he's good,
3: yeah. He is um, but I mean look, there's also like you got guys like Formink and Mahooza. Who have not once embarrassed themselves uh, in a last so, as So well, I then. think, that, yeah, Nisi, who really like any, at any other club, he probably would have had, you know, a good a good mm-hmm. few solid seasons under his belt. But and I mean, like this is also the the union that forced Stocky's Hanokom out mm-hmm. of its doors just because they were they were so fully stocked at centre. Um, oh, so no. I'm not worried about the back line, really. It's but yeah, the halfbacks a little concerned about depth and maybe in the, in the forwards that's yeah maybe that's just me being paranoid
0: no 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 i think i think it's it's a fair comment like um injuries are like i know we, we talk about all the time but injuries are very very significant in super rugby often like super rugby success comes down to getting lucky with injuries but also obviously you can you can prepare for that with squad depth and it doesn't seem like they have a huge amount of squad depth looking at this now.
3: Yeah, that's the thing. Like I feel like letting Ackerman and Boyson go in the same transfer window, that just that was really weird. I was so surprised when Fabian Boyson left after we all knew uh, Ron Ackerman was leaving. I thought he was going to be the the backup line side for Brink. So um, I don't know. I would have expected to see them picking up like, just a couple of guys from... Like the Kings or or the Cheetahs, like why not pick up a guy like like Andila and Sila from the Kings? What's
1: example? his name?
0: They've got a good Henko uh, Liebenberg. is he? uh, Hinko, yeah. What's his name? Yo, yo, yeah, yeah, they, they have a good. good yo, they they could have picked. Him. What what I was um, I was speaking to a guy at golf the other day who was maybe a bit a bit aggressive on this subject, but he was saying no, oh, Mal- Malcolm Mark should go play six.
2: What? Like, uh, no, no, no.
0: Let's move on. Let's move on. But I thought I'd put it. I'd just put it on the table. No, we
2: shouldn't. No, there, no, right. no. Well, I'm, let's. Uh, that's well, let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about predictions. Uh, you kind of waded into the strengths and weaknesses, Alex. So, if you, I mean, if anybody wants to elaborate on that, they're more than welcome to. You. Where do you think the Lions um, will will end up in the South African conference?
3: Uh, top the to log, yeah.
2: Top the to log. You reckon? Oh, okay. Yep. Um, I, I guess then Ben and I are interested to see what Ben says since since we're both the uh, Lions fans I think the point that we Ackerman's departure massive. Um, I, I do agree. We're a little bit short at flank. Kyle brings quality though. He's a guy more in the mall of Yucca Creel and So I, I do kind of agree with him I'm a little worried about flanks and then our loose forward specifically otherwise journey speaking we got a lot of continuity yeah, we're pretty much relying on Alton not getting injured. Sean Reynolds is uh, alright. I know I just could say maybe my player play at 10. Um, I just hope Ruan from rensburg doesn't get injured again. Uh, Gorsan getting injured is a bit of a hammer blow. So I expect more of the same from the Lions. I think in a couple of positions you're, I, you do make good points about depth. Overall, due to the fact I think they'll sneak first over the Sharks. Mainly due to continuancy and being a Lions fan, I just kind of wonder if this is the last year, you know, before the squad starts break out. Maybe with World Cup coming, we'll be able to hang on to guys like Creel, who's one of my favorite players. But I kind of feel this team really needs to take a chance now. So first, but we shall see. And a few injuries in key places, we might struggle uh, a little bit. Uh, ben, uh, what do you think about the Lions' chances?
0: Yeah, uh, as I, I mentioned this, maybe in the Forgotten podcast,
2: but... Um, as <laughs> it was it, called out, the Forgotten podcast,
0: yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we can just say whatever we want, like whenever, whenever stuff comes up, like, oh, I thought you was going to write a letter, surely, we, we mentioned that yeah, in the we, Forgotten yeah, podcast. we called whatever.
3: this, yeah, we, we called this weeks ago. <laughs>
0: yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, maybe in a Forgotten one, maybe in a Remembered one, but how, how winning is a habit. Yes, and you get, you get into we a,
1: said that last week yeah
0: you, you get into a frame of mind so i think the lions first 3 games of the season first 3 to 5 games are so important if they can win and get on a streak again i think they're going to be they're going to be very hard to stop this season even though i would say the sharks debatably have a stronger team
1: hmm.
0: i think if if they manage to carry on the momentum they built last season they'll they'll take first but if they if they if they slip up a bit, get a few injuries, I think they'll they'll be finishing second-ish. So I'm gonna say because I've learned to check my expect
2: expectations. I think Ben he will return shortly and in greater numbers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the greater numbers. I did think he was gonna say that. I saw he was hedging, somewhat.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think he was hedging for second.
2: Yes, he was taking the coward's way out. The cow- the coward's mm-hmm. way out. Okay, well, we'll wait till Ben uh, comes back. I think we'll. Should scene. I go solo? Yeah, I think go solo. And, and when Ben bursts back into the scene, we'll try and make a plan. Oh there fuck! Might be... He's
1: just dropped up. I've, I've just lost his. I see his little bl just disappeared on my screen. Yeah. Oh
2: snap. Okay, well, assume he said first, a second. We'll need. We'll need to carry on. There might be a typhoon in Mauritius that we do not know about. Matthews and 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 of Ben though.
3: Maybe he's getting creative in how he expresses his thoughts and how the lines are gonna do.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I saw. I saw it dropped.
3: Oh, joint,
1: joint.
2: Are yeah, sorry,
0: sorry, oh, I, I got dropped. <laughs> we're actually
2: making, we're making predictions about where, where you're going to pick the Lions.
0: Oh, 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 so, so I, was, uh, I don't know where, where I got to before I got to. You're, you're, right the yeah,
2: you're kind of like right there on the edge of, of making a call. Uh,
0: uh, yeah, as a Lions fan, I've learned to check my expectations. Yeah. So I'm going to say they're going to come second, but then they'll beat the Sharks in the playoff and win Super Rugby.
2: All right,
1: Matt? I don't know if um, losing for Mark Sr. is as big a big deal because I'm sure he's left Swayze a good enough notebook to get no, them you mean, through you mean Ackerman right Ackerman sorry not for Mark yeah. sorry thank you uh, Ackerman's left a good enough notebook for Swayze to get them through at least this season with a decent enough plan which is maybe why he hasn't
2: Bruce Swayze is a signed. genius he's a genius yeah, no, Swayze
1: is, Swayze is a genius at reading he's good enough at reading notes I hope so yeah I think if they stick to last year's game plan, they'll probably do just fine, and yeah, I reckon there's probably up there one or two on the on the conference as well.
2: Yeah, we, we don't do one or two. Uh, ben, Ben, well, okay, and, yeah, come on, put your. You've already picked the on Wolves to win the Aussie once, conference, yeah. so you've got nothing to lose. Uh,
1: no, no, ones was probably it for the Lions. I put Stormers at two anyway. Yeah, jeez.
2: All right, well, look, it's, it's big all.
1: Big calls, big calls, Matthew this week.
2: Big calls, Matthew this week. It's all on the records. <laughs> And and there you have it. That's going to do it for our team previews for the week. Gentlemen, I think we've left a whole bunch of New Zealand teams left. There might be a couple others. So what's left? I think it's that's yeah, the Jaguars, Jaguars the Warriors, uh, the Kings. so I'm busy riding them down here, the Landers, and the Chiefs. This is actually going to be, will this be our last ones?
1: I think our so. last one.
2: yeah. Oh, I have three of them are Kiwi last... teams. Um, okay, who's going to get the, the shot draw and get the Jaguars? I guess since oh, I, I, think, did the, I think I think we all know what the answer is to that question. Would that be me? No.
1: Oh. No, I think I think I think I'm gonna just step forward and say, look, you guys just <laughs> give me the sun even though I deleted an episode. So I'll take the Jaguares.
2: Oh, Channel your inner Willy Brits an what an All right, I'm, busy, I'm, busy, I'm busy making no, 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 no
1: it's, it's just going to be 45 minutes on why Augustine Creevy should be somehow cloned and just play 1 to 23
2: <laughs> Yeah, it's like turn cu- cup the rugby version with science fiction I'm totally down with that Then it's the Canes, oh uh, the Landers and the Chiefs Alex, since uh, you were uh. the, the man in the Forgotten Podcast, you can have your next pick have a, a three. Who would you like?
3: Canes, Chiefs, and Landers. Yeah. Um, should, which one's more interesting? Um, that's also a good <laughs>
1: Canes are Maybe. Canes are going to be a copy of last year. So.
3: Yeah, no, Canes are boring. Um, I'll, I actually, I'll, take, I'll take the I'll take the Chiefs. Uh damn it! Uh, that, that's they are going to Sorry. be quite
2: interesting. No, favorite player. They are going to be quite interesting. And then Ben, uh, between the Landers and the Canes, who do you want?
0: I'll, I'll take the canes because I wouldn't mind watching some highlights and you know spending yeah, no, some no, alone no. time with those highlights. Yeah, just, <laughs>
2: just, so I was going to crack just, a sexually orientated joke with that, but uh, I'll leave it out. Sorry.
3: Actually,
0: I was trying to think. We we haven't sworn once this whole podcast. Like we, oh, we no, could
3: rate this true. podcast. Family. No, no, that, no, no I'm, I'm, I've said a I, bunch dro- of bad I, words. Dropped, I called the sun was dog shit.
2: I've dropped it yeah. in. In the forgotten podcast, I told this whole story of how I dropped the c bomb. Uh, about Clyde Rathbone and his brother found out
3: and that's also <laughs> been yes. lost in
2: time doesn't that, that was it... a good that was a good story I know and it's been lost in time forever should I, should I repeat the story though no I shouldn't actually what happened in the we forgotten swore, podcast we... stays in yeah. the forgotten podcast all right at least the highlanders for me so I'll just make a note of that and those will be the last ones and for those of you listening out there uh, Ben our ideas man who explains no creativity at work and all his creativity on the podcast he has suggested and I will totally follow through uh, 15 days in the lead up to Super Rugby we'll be cutting each of our team previews into bite sized segments for your listening pleasure and posting them one a day from February 2nd starting off with the Bills Matt you're going to be kicking us off so you're going to be putting our best foot forward by having you start off (sighs)
1: Lucky, lucky I had a second crack at the bull so that's probably my most <laughs> polished presentation yeah
2: yeah that that podcast actually went particularly well since we'd really had a dry run in, in many ways so <laughs> now quickly on to onto news because what's our time we're looking at uh long you know, uh, one hour fifteen to uh, twenty you, you got, you're gonna split this eh? no i'm I'm also going to split this uh, as well I'll probably do most most of the editing um at at, at a different time but to make sure that we always go out on, on a Monday. I'll split it to make sure these part one goes out in the Monday. We'll see about part two. So, uh, quickly, on the news section, beyond mm-hmm. all these epic team previews we've been doing, and I'm glad we've got a couple of legally-minded fellows um, in the room, along with a guy of tax. You can even tell me. Because I, I, I could give you the... I, I
0: I also studied law. I studied with Alex.
2: Oh, snap. Okay, <laughs> then we've got three legal, legally-minded people. Tootsie's letter. I mean, what... <laughs> Uh, sorry, part of my language. What the fuck? Uh, surely he knew. <laughs> he knew this would get out. And from from the guy who has read from the same script week in and week out last but year. But Tutti didn't
1: write that letter.
2: <laughs> oh, what is? His legal counsel did.
1: No, that letter apparently came from his lawyers, according to the articles Jeez. I saw. I
2: mean...
0: It's, it's, quite, it's quite emotional from a letter coming from yeah, lawyers.
2: And I, I, I think it's an indication of just how much bad blood... There's been behind the scenes. Uh, I, I'm just going to quote from the letter, I'm gonna, and this is the killer. I will not allow elements in sorrow to willfully destroy me and render me unemployable. I'm not interested in money, and that I will fight to protect my heart and reputation. He also claimed that he was the best-performing Super Rugby coach when appointed at the time, and he said he would not be the next Peter de Villiers. Gentlemen, the shot's fired. I'm I, just going to say uh, quickly,
1: off the, off the bat, best, that best-performing Super Rugby coach was... Under Rassi,
2: wasn't it? Yeah, and even now, he's now being brought back, managing defence. Mm. That's a separate point. Yeah,
1: and that was that team that, as we mentioned earlier, that was that team that, yes, it ended top of the conference, but they couldn't win a playoff because they just couldn't score tries. They just gave away penalties instead of conceding tries yeah. for like three years straight.
2: But uh, but so. that that,
0: that, team, that team was so good. It was. They had so much talent in it, and that talent didn't was bring wasted. home anything didn't win Super Rugby, which is the the whole point of playing Super Rugby is to win.
1: Yeah. So he, he yeah, I don't know. He, he I think it's a bit of a, I don't know. I don't think he can call himself the best coach in Super Rugby at the time when he was there, but anyway. um, I don't know. I'm assuming this letter is going to be the start of whatever litigation process is going to come out. I mean, it reads like the stuff that you draft with someone just before C C M A CCMA hearing or whatever, just so that yeah. you've got something to. Happen. But obviously this is not going to go to C C M A. This is going to shoot straight to most probably labour court or something stupid. But yeah, it reads like.
0: Do you do you think they'll they'll air it like uh, the Oscar Pistorius case? Because that would be quite interesting. Uh, dude,
2: that would be fantastic TV. Uh, that would be fantastic.
1: I just I worry because I mean he says yeah he wants to save his dignity and his name and all that. He should have... I think it would have been better for him to just fall on his sword and and sacrifice himself and say, look, I screwed up. I can't coach... I haven't coached badly, because now all this mudslinging, he's never going to come out of this with an intact mm. dignity.
3: No, that, that, that's... Well, look, like... I mean, I, I don't think he... I don't think he knew that this was ever going to be um, published, right, the letter. <laughs> I mean, maybe he did. But, uh, but I, I mean, I'm assuming that the letter was written um, with the intention of being kept, pri- kept private. Yeah. But, um... I mean just to oh, go
1: to
3: yeah. i don't I don't want to, like get too into like the legal merits or yeah, whatever yeah. but a lot of what a lot of what's in the letter just sounds like bullshit to me like it just sounds like sour grapes um like there's a whole thing about like an infringement of his dignity and the right to equality or whatever that's complete crap um, <laughs> he was he was infringing, he was infringing kind,
2: yeah. the dignity of uh, springbok supporters for a year and a half look like, i I will say this yeah uh, he was given a team not of his choosing in the very beginning with won one dirty stick. Whose role apparently wasn't meant to be backline coach; it was more meant to be skills-oriented coach. So he was screwed a little bit in that respect. But last season, no excuses—absolutely no excuses. Yeah. So uh, I. But also, I like I'm, bes- I'm
3: assuming he knew. What, I'm assuming he knew what the deal was right from the beginning. Like they—they exactly. they would have said to him, "Okay, listen, you hired, but under these conditions, we're picking the coaches, or whatever your assistant coaches." And yeah, he probably wasn't happy about it. But I mean, he—he he knew what he signed up for. I reckon.
2: Anybody, so he can't get—he can't get, he can't get
3: away on. with that. And, I mean, all that stuff about, about like, you know, the fact that they are destroying his good name, whatever. Um, like, any half-decent lawyer is going to be able to beat that in the court of law. And just, I mean, when you do a job as publicly as public as his job is as a Springbok coach, your reputation is entirely within your own hands. And there's nothing that Saru can do to his reputation by firing him mm. that he hasn't already done to himself by just losing games, right? Yes. So that, that's a complete load of nonsense as well. Um, and I mean, I'm sure Ben and or Matt can probably, um, advise me better on this, but I definitely recall at least one, um, that we learned about at law school with regards to the power dynamic between a coach of a team and, um, the employer being the franchise where they said that it was actually the inverse power dynamic to any other ordinary employment relation. So normally an employer in his case, or sorry, an employee in his case would, would have a valid claim to say, oh, you know, this is unfair practice and I'm being unfairly dismissed or whatever, whatever. But because a coach of a sports team is such a highly sought-after skill set, it's actually the other way around. Um, at least it wasn't in the case of, if I'm not mistaken, and I've done, I've done my PSL very well, um, it was I think it was Gordon Iggerson where he wanted to leave to another club and he was forced to go back to, to continue coaching because they found that all the power was in his hands as the sort of scarce skill. Um, yeah. So really, like I, I don't think I don't think that he's got much of a legal leg to stand on in this, to be honest, at all.
2: Yeah, well, yeah,
3: mm,
1: yes, Matt? I was going to say that letter. Most of the cuck that he raises, it reads like essentially what his attorneys are aiming for. Most probably sounds like constructive dismissal, in that he wasn't fired. He was offered the ceremonial job, and essentially they they yeah. made it impossible for him to stay working there. Yo, they, yeah. they, they, I think they, that's they, what that letter they is, sort
0: they of. Take him up to leave. Basically, yeah. they like, they don't want to give him his golden parachute. They would rather make his job so
3: unpleasant that he chooses yeah. to quit.
1: And I think by the, called, by the by yeah. the sounds of it, that's the mood of the letter, so to speak.
3: Yeah, yeah. Okay. so even that changes things for his clan.
1: <laughs> Not really. It doesn't it doesn't change much. I, but
2: I, I think... I, I, there's a lot of emotion in that letter. I, I think there's a, a lot of bad blood and broken promises and from what I understand of Kutsia, it's not really in his makeup to maybe go this route. Maybe it is. I don't know. But it, it seems knowing that the public figure of Kutsia, as we do, it seems kind of out of character. Uh in in many ways. He's I mean kind of seen as a very what's the word? Genial sort of figure. You know, the sort of yeah. sort of happy lucky yeah. sort of figure. So it just seems yeah. to me that there is a, a serious breakdown of relationship to use that term, uh, we can consider his Springbok career over. I don't think they'll be able to uh, sort that out. So I, I think uh, you guys are correct. It's probably going to be shifted off into court. Meanwhile, the world moves on, and the irony is he's destroying his own reputation um, in a way. Yeah. So Which he says
1: yeah, he wants to protect. So.
2: Yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys give <laughs> well, us a little what, bit. A little, what, what, yeah? what
1: what's his in game here? Because uh,
2: well, look, from because like, a, a, uh, yeah, he yeah.
1: look like he wins, but no one's going to. No international club's going to want to touch him in any event, even if he wins. Because, oh, I mean,
2: no,
0: no,
1: he's going to have no, the stigma he, of this he, entire court game. I
0: was going to say, oh, I'm so sorry. OK, Rassi, you fired. Uh, Nibana, you fired. OK. No, look, there.
1: he does it. Like he says, he, he, he wants his name intact. So clearly he wants to be able to move, take his CV overseas somewhere. But, I mean, no international club's going to watch this whole circus and then go, oh, cool. He won. Well done like you, you dragged everyone through the mud mm-hmm. for like six months.
2: And then he makes the like point like, of saying, yeah. pardon me for interrupting you, Ben, he just makes the point of saying, oh, it's not about money. So, but he's still dragging it out. But if he really was interested in protecting his reputation, he would have gone quietly because what I, what I do know a little bit about his public perception, he's lost the war. Uh, like, sorry, are no angels uh, by any yeah. stretch of the imagination, just to mention what's been happening with Mark Alexander and Saskock. Uh, we won't get into that. But uh, the public image war, well, he's lost. Long ago, beyond performance yeah. on the field. Um, so, sorry, Ben, what were you gonna say?
0: Yeah, it was it was basically a, a similar thing. Like by by doing this, he's already trashed his name. Like
1: yeah, exactly. It's a pretty quick
0: Like like could, could, cause cause if if he at the end of year tour said, Listen, things didn't go my way, but I'm willing to take responsibility. I was the yeah. coach. I'm gonna I'm gonna step down here. Leaving, leaving a, a leave your reputation intact. Fine, maybe yeah. your maybe the Springbok part of your CV isn't great, but he had he had good years before that. Yes, like yeah. he could have gone, he could have gone to Japan, gone to the UK, whatever. Gone now he's now he's done. He's going to end up coaching UWC. Yeah. Like, oh. so he, he is going to no, be. But he doesn't
2: yeah. want to be. Yeah, he doesn't want to be UWC. Yeah, no, it's is already. What, he yeah, he does, spoke
0: it, of Peter's
1: yes, legacy, yeah, and that it was Western the same. He like,
0: threw look,
2: what, he, under the bus so badly as well. He's like Namibian rugby <laughs> development or something. Yeah, and... No, and, no. And just... Uh, well, no, me- no wonder. <laughs> While well, mentioning Peter P.D.Villiers, I mean, just... I've seen in a little bit, like, quarters, like, D.Villiers does know rugby. He really does know rugby. The problem is he can't be managed from um, a media standpoint or uh, a public image sort of standpoint. You can't really manage that because you're managing the brand as much as you are a rugby team. So, I mean, it's a real pity yeah. that it's come to this. But, I mean, it's the end
1: of... I I used to... I used to dig it when I was in Grahamstown. Al Goa, whoever was doing the morning show on a Friday, they'd phone old Peter Divian, give him his chat, and he'd give his predictions for the Super Rugby weekend. It was actually, I think, probably nine times out of ten, he was spot on.
2: No, you know, he did a great job with underage teams. I know (laughs) who who thought we were talking about Peter Devilliers in this podcast. But... Um, yeah, I, I just I guess from the former coach's perspective, it's a real pity that, that it's really happened this way.
0: It is something that Alex was saying. Alex was saying oh, a few weeks back that the the Springbok coaching job has become a poison chalice. Mm-hmm. Like, who wants mm. to touch that? now? Like It's basically so far it's it's ended. Yeah, it's it's effectively ended the 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 last two people who've had the job. It's ended their
1: careers. What's yeah. Mayor doing now, by
2: the way? I don't know. No, I don't know. I, I heard he's back in South Africa, but is I he? Uh, I mean, there was talk that he might. He, uh, when Norris consulting was under, for the Bulls. Yeah, I mean, he's under when Nolish was under extreme pressure before Mitchell got brought in. There was talk about Mayer coming back in. And just, just the final uh, point about Kutseo, and then we can we can move on. Uh, you use the word responsibility, Alex, and there's very little uh, of that being taken by Kutsio. Very similar to many of the inquiries taking place uh, here in South Africa. Uh, to do with SEOs and stuff, people aren't taking responsibility. So, which that's mm. the most striking thing for me. He doesn't take responsibility, and uh, it's become a giant shit sandwich, unfortunately. So that that's gonna do do that for us, I uh, could Good luck, and I guess good luck in labour court. I've been to labour court in Johannesburg. It's it's in Braaffontein. There's some nice coffee shops there. Some nice pizza places. So if you want a nice meal, you can go check <laughs> <it>. <laughs> you can check you can check that vibe out uh gentlemen thank you thank you for uh, it just seems like it keeps getting longer and longer because we have too much to talk about because we just uh, we just bring the business that's why it, it's quality you know Every we're second. too good at this. we are it's going to
1: shrink it's going to shrink very quickly i mean we after next week we're going to be done talking about teams no, and then it's going to shrink
2: yeah then, then, it'll then be, we're going to get to talk about games yeah it'll be like a people manageable even the games we can pick and choose um, so uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for the latest episode of Elite Rugby Banter so for you out there in the Elite Universe uh, we will be coming with you definitely two episodes this week and from Friday, I think from Friday is the 2nd, you will start getting one team preview post a day the editing is going to be immense, don't you worry, my fingers are going to be destroying the keyboard, so uh, Ben thank you, thank you for joining us thanks guys, thanks for having me on yeah, uh, Alex, thank, thank you for joining us Thank you for having me on. Matthew, kind of thanks for joining us. Yeah, I'm going to
1: have to go make myself a cup of tea now quickly.
2: Yeah, I, need, I also need some tea. <laughs> uh, that's going to do it for the latest episode. You're welcome. Take it easy. See you next time.